Hello, dreamers. This is the Dream Stream of Consciousness podcast, and I am Yiska Cook. I'm Ellen Ronis. Hello, Ellen. So, yes, Hi. I know last time you had two dreams. We worked on the smaller of the two. So would you like to share that dream or perhaps a newer one? Um, I did have a newer dream, um, but I think I'd, I'd like to do this big, this big one. Okay. It, it feels, it feels big. I'm going to re read it. I wrote it. I'm going to read, I wrote like a, I'm just going to read what I wrote. <clears throat> yes. I'm driving with a male friend in my car on a country road in upstate New York. The road was close to a steep uphill embankment. It is a gray day and the contrast of dark asphalt to lane road and red, orange, yellow, and brown leaves to the side of the road from a strong, damp autumn wind was remarkable. The road is narrow and there's a car in front of us. <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, there's a car in front of us that as they wind around a curve, they stop. I stop sharply so as not to hit them. I feel adrenaline prickling through my body. My eyes grow twice the size. An Asian man gets out of his car as I reach for my phone to take a photo of his license plate. The numbers look jumbled in my, sh in my shocked vision. He opens the back door and collects his two daughters by pulling one into the other, <clears throat> then then pulling them together out like a big sack of flour. They seem to me to be about five and nine years old. He carries them to the embankment and presses them into the leaves and detritus on the side of the road. Oh. I'm in absolute horror watching as, as I notice the girls, as I notice that the girls aren't crying. They seem to accept this. I open my door to do something, although I don't know what to do. I Should I shout at him? Should I rescue the girls? Scream at his wife in the passenger seat doing absolutely nothing? As I open my door, the man looks back before he, before he gets in the car and nonchalantly says to me, they are just too expensive to feed. I run over to the girls and see that they'd unwrapped some carefully packed Asian style snacks, which seems incongruous with not having money to feed them. I feel frozen to know what to do next. Oops, sorry. Hold on. It's okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I left the stove. I left oh. the stove on. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> it's first, yes. Don't burn the house down while you're doing your dream work. Um, so I'm stunned that the girls just start to eat their snacks, like, like in the side of the, you know, just like nothing is happening. And they said, they told me that they were, that they were taught to be strong and that they wouldn't cry and that they would be okay. And then the That's end. the dream. Yep. Okay. This is a big dream. So I want to handle it gingerly. I wanted to go through all the steps. So what would you title the stream? Mm 
precious cargo. Oh, yes. I love that. So, um, let's just, there's a little, there's, I mean, there's a very sinister part of this dream because when I was hearing it, and this is my projection, the man like rubbed his daughters with the Dutchers. I didn't know, did he kill them first? Is he killing them by like smothering them? But it wasn't until later when the dreamer was talking about the children eating their snack. Eating their yeah. snacks. Yeah, no, they were they were alive. He just yeah. you know, he he reached in the back seat and took one, you know, like this way. Yeah. And pulled it and the other side. He was carrying them both kind of like a, like this, you know, yeah. like nestled in. And he just pulls them out and just puts them there, like kind of with the pressing action, like pressing right. them in. Very, um, very bizarre. Very bizarre. <laughs> Let's just say that. And um, yeah. how did you feel when you woke up? Um, kind of just baffled, horrified, had like, like a little scared, yeah. um, a little like feeling of like rejection, even though it wasn't me, but I sort of had this feeling of like, uh, wow, I, I, you know, abandonment, identify, like I felt abandoned. Identifying yes. my daughters. Yeah. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now we'll do a reality check. So tell me anything that's familiar from your waking life. The road felt familiar. It felt a little bit like the Taconic Parkway, maybe, or something okay. like that. Because it was like a highway, but it was a net, you know, like it, it was two lanes, one going each way, okay. but which Taconic is more than that. But it is a smaller highway. It's more narrow and more yes. countrified. You know, there's trees and things so that just had yes. that flavor it um you know the cars were real cars there was nothing there was nothing um you know it was it was a, a scenario that could have been real um right. i did not know these this family i you know um i didn't have a sense of who my partner was but it was a man but there was okay. somebody sitting with me but I, I don't have a visual of who it was um yeah Okay. So and, I mean, um, nothing about it feels real, but I mean, right. even though everything felt real, nothing about sure. the action felt real. Yeah. Sure. Clarifying yeah. question. Were you the driver <clears throat> or the passenger? I was the driver. Okay. So you were in control yeah. of this vehicle. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, what was the thought then? What were you going to, did you feel that the little girls then became your responsibility of what to do with them? Or that, that's kind come of, to that. yeah, that was kind of the flavor. It was like they were gonna, they were like abandoning their girls. They were abandoning their girls, and and he looked, you know, he's he's about to get into his car and drive off. Driveway. So you, he, you're you know, you're feeling responsible. So I'm yeah, like I'm just wanting to like scream at him or do something or say something, but I you know nothing ha I nothing comes yeah. out, but I. So I, and then that's when he says, you know, as he's kind of opening his door to get back in the car, he says, you know, they're just too expensive. I, I can't feed them. They're too expensive to feed. Like I'm just getting rid of them because I can't afford them. You know, and oh it makes, it's, it's, it's so painful. Painful and so much depth with a, I can't feed them metaphorically. I can't feed yes. them. I'm not, you can't give them the nourishment that they need yeah. to thrive.
And so that makes me think I'm the man speaking. I can't feed something. Where am I? My question, where am I hungry and wish I could, you know, I, I, I have a feeling Jimmer's going to say, oh, I wish I had more money so I could do more workshops. And I'm saying, dreamer, you should be facilitating, not should. You'll be facilitating workshops just as you have been. You'll continue to. And, um, but where is there anywhere in the dreamer's life where it feels like I can't afford this? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see. What can I say about that? Um, it has been my kind of standard go-to belief for many, many, many years of my life that I can't afford, can't afford, I say this in quotes for those who can't see me and are just listening, yes. can't afford it, whatever it is, the workshop, the expensive dinner, the clothes, this, whatever. I can't afford it. No, I, I can't do that. I can't afford it. It's never really true that I can't afford it. It's yes. just like a mind. It's a mindset of not enough. Yes. Um, oh, it isn't, oh. it, it really isn't true now. Um, I mean, I really do have plenty of savings and I can afford things, but I still go into that, into that sure. mindset a little bit, especially when my, my business is not thriving, which it, it isn't at the moment. So, yeah. uh, it does have, it's a, in a dip. And so there's a yeah. lack and it goes yeah. along with a lot of difficult feelings too. And yeah. clients, yeah. show, you know, stop coming. I've had relationships, relationships. Oh my goodness. So it's hard. like, I, it's really hard not to take it personally. And I know it's not personal. People have things that come up, yeah, but absolutely. like long-term relationships, years and years relationships and people, and you know, they, you know, somebody will just say, Hey, I'm just going to take a break. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> you uh -huh. know, like, I wonder, like they're eight yeah. Um, Fascinating. Like, oh, yeah. Can I bring us back to the dream? Although what you're sharing sure. is likely a part of this well, you had asked me if there's a place where I feel lack, and, I, okay. and so I'm, I'm saying, yes. really, at the very moment, that actually did happen very recently, where a long-term client okay. just said he was going to take a break with no real explanation, you know, and so I'm left with this feeling of abandonment and not yes. knowing what I did, you know, wrong, which was nothing, I'm sure. It uh -huh. was just whatever. I, I understand. I don't know not in his life. So that's where that comes from. I understand. Thank you. You asked me the question. I did. Thank you, Ellen. So I'm wondering, one is four and one is six, or one is six and one is eight. What are the years of the girls? Five and nine was what I figured. Five and nine. Yeah. I mean, it feels like a significant time in the life. So I might ask you what happened in your life when you were like between five and nine years old, is there anything significant that you picked up or learned? Really hard to I know. say. Yeah, nothing, to say. nothing significant really. You know, I feel like that was a good time of life for me, I think. The other um, thing I would want to do is, you know, subtract five years from my own life. You know, in seven years from my own life, and I wanted would I would want to see, well, where was I then, and did I have the same old um, feeling that I can't afford it? You know, where was I then, and have I worked through more? I believe 
we're always working through what's on mm -hmm. our plate, so to speak, or what universe brings upon us. So um, mm -hmm. these are just two searching questions. So what mm -hmm. do you want to know about this dream? I, there's, it's all of it really. Like, um, I guess what's really striking is, um, yeah, I, I think what I'm kind of left with is what am I going to do with these girls now? Yes. Because it does seem like I'm, I'm not, not going to let them sit here. I'm taking yes. them. I'm going to yes. take them and just, you know. And so maybe, you know, I guess it, it almost seems like I'm to sort of repair some, some part of my young person inside myself oh. you know, like to reparent them or to take them in and love them yeah. the way they need to be loved, you know, and yeah. regardless yeah. of affording or not, if, like I can do that or, you know, I, yeah, I can do this somehow. Mm. Um, I, but I, but I'm just also curious about like what, how could this person be so cavalier about it? Like, I just can't afford them. Like, with no, not a lot of emotion. Like, so I this is the car in front of my car that stopped short, mm -hmm. and this is why they stopped mm -hmm. short. So the father can gather up the children, put them firmly yeah, on the thieves. Yeah. Yeah. So, it seems significant to me that the season, the leaves, you yeah, know, what what falling leaves can indicate if you look at it. In a yeah, like the coming cold. That's what it felt like. This this the coming cold. cold, you know, oh, like it was autumn, but there was something, yeah. you know, that season is definitely like maybe it's about going within, like needing to go within. Yeah, I know there's of, been a lot of work done on the inner child. I've never done mm -hmm. inner child work. I can mm -hmm. imagine, I, was, I can feel into what I would think it is. But um, do you have experience with inner child work? Like, um, like I, a, officially? I do a little bit. Yeah, okay. I mean, maybe not officially, but I, you know, That's I'm really right very, word, but... yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very interested in this internal family systems, IFS work, which is yes. very out there in the world these days. Yeah. And, um, very it's I think it's fantastic work because it, it 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 helps you to kind of look at all the different parts of yourself yes. you know the part of you that is needy that longs for something that didn't get enough attention that I've, that, I've done you know this. I've done workshops in this where like really and I have four people volunteer and no um that's probably more like gestalt you know where people people volunteer to be different parts. I mean it's it look this isn't this is not or new. like in this way, somebody people volunteer to be like like people in your life you know it's like a family systems thing so someone is your ex husband oh, no, that's someone family constellation that oh yeah, that's different okay. it's family constellation yeah yes. which is probably on some level not that different but it's that's more about how it is now and what you how you want to interact how, with those different can, people this is more like you know your own parts in your yeah. So like, this is you know, sub-personality. Always... Have you read about the sub-personalities? The woman who wrote about, um, oh, what did she write about? I can't think of it right now. I can't think of her name. 
but she writes about all our sad personalities. Did you ever see that movie with joy and sadness? And uh, it was like um, teaching children about the sub personalities that we have in ourselves. It sounds to me like this might be similar, different words. I don't know about that, but you know, so I just know it as, you know, how I know it, but yeah, um, so please explain it's, it's, it more. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, how can I say, like, I'll just give an example. Like there's a part of me that is very, 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 very young who feels abandoned, who feel like she got oh, yes. abandoned. We, yeah. we all have some version of that, right? You know, my sure. brother was born on my first birthday and my, I have a sister who's just barely two years older than me. And I know. So, Say that again. Right? That's that, so significant. Your yeah. brother was born on my brother your was first born. birthday. Yeah. I mean, right there. Birth. So, yeah. you know, I, my, I was like an <sighs> infant. I was not even a toddler. I mean, and so again, like, oh, poor me, whatever. A lot of people have that, especially that generation. People were cranking out babies. What can I say? But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, it, really but, but it affected my sort of unconscious life. And I'm so sure. there's this, you know, I had to grow up quickly. And, and um, you know, so as I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm kind of getting the sense that there's, this is a connection to those okay. little girls, right? That's what I was like thinking. There's, yeah. yeah that there's some um so just to say about the ifs work so so you know yeah. i could so it's i mean how do i even say that so there is that in me and then sometimes i can act out from that place if i if she's driving the car right she's yeah she's in the little seat and yes, she, she something happens and then she feels abandoned and she like feels like a little girl who's been abandoned well, instead I of the Pardon me, I imagine I would blame myself. I'm just saying, I imagine if I'm the driver, I, I'm blaming myself. You know, if I'm in control, that's just my feeling. Myself, me, projection. You mean it's my you? dream. Yes. Bless you. Thank you. If, it's, um, if this were my dream, I would feel mm -hmm. that. Because I think when children feel abandoned they can't help but think did i have something to do with oh, this I, I you know, it's my fault is this I, is my fault I, i'm too expensive you know i so i know children I know. often shine that on themselves put that on themselves and um well as my as me because my dream i'm the driver so i'm in control so i feel like maybe i feel like i'm in control and therefore the blame has to also come to me I feel like I'm blaming myself is what I feel yeah um I mean am I doing that in the dream I don't feel like I'm doing that in the dream Great. I don't Great. I don't feel like that's happening but I think I think when it comes to recognizing those inner beings like we can blame ourselves but the that's idea right. is to remember your adult wise resourced self with a heart and a soul yes. and a mind yeah taking care of that little one integrating her pulling her in and saying i got you you don't have to yes. be in the driver's seat that's what we see for ourselves you try to yes. protect me you're acting out in protection of me somehow or yes. as it yes. you know defending me but i don't need you to do that anymore i got yes. you that's the IFF. i love it so if i look at it in those terms then it's like those yes. little ones you know i don't know 
why five and nine, you know, came up. It's, it's not, doesn't I feel actually, significant in my I own. I think you said four and six in the beginning of this. I said, I said five and nine. Cause I, no, I know, you said, I I know you said that. I know you said five and nine more recently. Oh, I'm mistaken then. I, but I thought it was even numbers. But I hear that I was mistaken. No, I, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I could explore like, well, what, ha what's the developmental stuff that happens in those two different ages. And, um, yeah. but I feel like, you know, I almost, I mean, that was very specific, so there must be something significant, but I feel, I don't know, yes. I'm, I'm more curious about this man and like, if I'm him, if we're looking at it in that oh, way, uh -huh. you know, if I'm why Asian, I don't know at all. I just, yeah, yeah. I don't even know why be but um but just, just yeah think if know, i may the sort of if i may bring up some stereotypes which are not good i know but like the tiger mom you know it's almost like it's almost like i'm un so uncharacteristic of of an asian family's reputation like, like superstition of course every asian family is different this is every individual, but um, it it just doesn't feel right that an Asian guy is abandoning his kids. I just think they would want to educate the children, and it's just uncharacteristic yeah. in my understanding. Well, I, it feels completely uncharacteristic for absolutely any parent. So yeah, so oh, that and that's just very true. Yes, right. Like, yeah. like I don't know. I think when I think. Asian my own internal like I don't know if I would say judgment or whatever but um okay. uh yeah I guess it's a judgment it's like there's a softness to Asian people like they're not like you know like aggressive or and of course that isn't necessarily true either right right but like in somehow I that's kind of how I see like there's like a their prop there's a, like a properness and a quietness and you know kind of in, in intelligence yes um but you know, I, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I know. And these are all, you know, well, you know, stereotypes. It's all just but, stereotype, and right, know. and so what, what that means is like, yeah, he just feels very nonchalant and very matter of fact. Yes. And, um, <clears throat> Here's a question: What were their snacks? What were they eating? They were like very Asian style, like to rice with 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 tofu uh, with um. Uh, like sesame seeds and like, almost like sushi type yeah, things, like, like homemade sweater, rice thingies okay. and rice yeah. balls and wow. like that. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And they were wrapped. Oh, they were all they were wrapped in cloth, like very carefully, beautifully wrapped. Like it all just felt so incongruous with the so whole. So the parents made this food, but decided, yeah, we're not going to support our kids anymore. Yeah. But there was something like, now I'm starting to think like, you know, they did all, they wrapped the food, they made the food, they wrapped it so beautifully. Um, they were kind of nonchalant. Like maybe it was just, this was part of, ooh, it's an initiation. Okay. It feels like an initiation of some sort. Tell me, tell me what about it does. Like we're going to like you know like in some tribes you know some kind of i don't know sure. other cultures tribes, you know we're gonna send the the kids out to the wherever the desert yeah. or the mountain or mm -hmm. cave or something 
they'll discover something about themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and they just do it bravely because they, even though they're little kids, but they know they're supposed to, and it's part of their mm -hmm. development and growing up and getting to the next level of their experience in life. So maybe for some reason that feels really right. Yeah. Like and that there's, they're supposed, and they were very brave and they weren't emotional, which, so that was yeah. interesting too. Right. That, right. But I forgot the, about that part. Yeah. They're did they, allowing. Did they stay? Did they say anything to the dreamer in the dream or it was just a visual seeing the this man, The man said to me, yeah. as he was getting back in his car after yes. leaving the girls up the road, he said to me, like he knew that I was going to be like, what the hell yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Um, and he just said to me, because yeah, I had this like wild expression, like what yeah. is happening? Yeah. And he just looked at me and he you know, like they're just too expensive to feed. So he, that was what he said to me directly. Um, heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Really heartbreaking, but also like, okay, me, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like oh, this well, divine you know, intervention. Tonight is the lunar new year. It's Chinese new year. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's I true. Love that. The new right. moon. It's new moon. It's the Sabbath. It's the year of the dragon. So all these good things. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, I don't know what to, but I, I like the idea of maybe an that there's some kind of an initiation, and then I'm I'm sort of the divine in the divine intervention. Yes. I'm there, so I can take them. Yes, and do something with them, teach them, love them. Yeah, you oh know. My gosh. Yes. Be a good mom to them somehow. Yes. Um, mm. And, you know, I think there is a lesson for me about affording, like the, that, 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 you know, mindset of I can't afford it. Like there's definitely something to that in this stream too. Yes. I'm not sure. But... <clears throat> yeah. Is there anything else you need that we can explore from this dream? Um. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, there's a lot, I think, but I just can't really, yeah, I don't know if I can, in this kind of time, like, find more depth in it. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I have one. It's kind of a sexy dream. I'm going to say R-rated, not over the top. <laughs> and, um, oh, and before I go into it, two things. One is I right up on my, on my phone about subpersonalities. And I just want to know if this is familiar to you. I'm just going to text it to you. We can talk about it, not on this show. So um, the dream okay. is, the dream is, let me, let me get the setting. I, I do seem to be at some kind of party, but it's not one of my usual dream spaces is a new dream space. Um, feels more like in the 70s somehow, like a, the um, cedar siding or whatever. And um, I'm fooling around with this man and I notice, oh, he's got such a good physique and he's got a furry chest. And I'm just like delighting in <laughs> this man, this beautiful man. And then it was something about his nipples. There was something about his nipples. And that was it. I, 
I don't remember. And then I wrote, oh, I wish I could remember more of this dream because it was a hot one. Um, but I wanted to explore that because I don't remember ever dreaming about nipples, you know? Mm. So let's talk about it. Oh, what, what, you know, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is nipples are what is nourishing a baby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, it's a man. <clears throat> that was the first right. thing. Oh, right. So it's not kid. that. Right. <clears throat> so, I mean. What does it, can, is it to be, you? Is it... They can be ultra sensitive in, in mm -hmm. an exhilarating way. And also they could span to not feeling anything. Right. And um, mm -hmm. so nipples are, are used for breastfeeding. Uh, breasts are used to attract who may or may not become the dad. You know, the, the men are attracted to the boobies the, and then the children feed and the children that these two create because of this pull feeds them the baby. Um, what else? Hmm. I think it might be was there, was just was say, there a difference in the way you felt about the man versus his nipples? I liked the whole package, but for some reason, that's what stuck out. And, um, you know, that's probably where they get the word titillation. She's titillated. Do you think it um, actually comes from tit? <laughs> Don't know. Don't know. Oh, no. Oh. The what's that word? Epidemiology? No. Epi oh. uh, the, the origins of the word. The I can't. origins of the word. Epidemiology. There's a word, but yeah. So, so I guess uh, as a whole, this this just feels warm, like and and this also nipples the hairy chest. This is all heart space. So mm. I'm feeling that this is about <clears throat> being warm in the heart space of a man. And mm. I, well, I hope I'll, I'll, mm. I'll say it that way because right, the Talmud teaches a dream always follows its interpretation. And definitely that's why I'm a little, I can't remember what you called me, but Pollyanna-ish. What did you call that? Oh, right. Oh, uh, white, white, light. silver lining, silver lining. That's it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's what I hope for. I hope it's not like if I'm him, I like my nipples being played with, whatever. I don't want to be him. I'm me, and he's, yeah, doesn't have to be you. And that's just another way of looking yeah, at it, but it's true. <laughs> So, um, but I like, you know, I like that you felt like warm and, you know, that's, yeah. that's kind of a, yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice, um, possibility. It's, uh, it reminds me of when I, an ex of mine, when I first saw his, him without his shirt on, I was like, oh, yummy. <laughs> so much different than a woman. You know, I'm hetero, to be obvious, <laughs> but no, but it's like, you know, that line of, hair and then the hair just the 
pictorials, whatever it is. It, uh, it was so attractive to me then, and it is in the stream. Mm -hmm. So, is there any any other you know feeling in the dream, or was there any other thing going on? Is a feeling that might give us some clues? Just a feeling of excitement. Oh yeah. No, I didn't say acceptance. I said excitement. Excitement. That's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I accept the excitement I was feeling. Um, like like other clues in the dream. So I have a feeling it was more of like like a guy's place. And he and I went out of the it seemed like like a like man cave type place this is where you can find mm -hmm. the hot men they're back in the man cave <laughs> so yeah it felt like that. <laughs> well maybe you know I, I mean a dream certainly could be like a premonition you know that's such a thing could happen yeah. or it could just be like you know sometimes I've had dreams where it just feels so good and I always makes me yes. just makes me think oh gosh you know that's a possibility uh you know whatever yeah. that is, whatever it is I'm gonna hold um, it as that because yeah what it I feels think. like and you know the, the nipples I don't know I guess I think also like erect nipples yes he was maybe excited it could be he was cold it could also just mean he was excited like a you know excited. yeah, yeah. That's what it symbolized in my mind too, a little bit, the titillation, the excitement. So, um, but I really like pinpointing the heart, you know, the mm -hmm. chest, but especially right. the nipples, what's right in between, yeah, it's, it's the heart. So it's the warm heart, getting in mm -hmm. touch with my warm mm -hmm. heart, having a warm heart. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I like that you felt warm, right? That's what you said before, too. You felt yes, warm. I did. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, that's nice. I mean, you know, maybe it's just something to feel, you know, something that feels good. Yeah. Like the, our, our dream sometimes just gives us what we don't have in waking life, and it feels good, and it's like, thank you. <laughs> one one chair that people can say <clears throat> upon lovemaking or after or not but it's for the unification the unification of the holy one god or you know with his holy shekhinah which is the presence of god mm. um in the unification of the holy one and his shekhinah whatever the other words are but it's like to bring it together the masculine and the feminine and that's what like the shekhinah is like. like the feminine yeah and Shahina that's what feminine. I, I hope Christians know, like Shahina is the Holy Ghost. It's exactly what the Holy Ghost is, Shahina. So in, in, in Judaism, we don't have the Messiah, but we have the Father and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> so um, the Holy Ghost being Shahina, the feminine. So it feels mm -hmm. like a unification sort of thing. And in that way, I, I could see I, I will become him. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. fluid. I could be yeah. Him. I could be me. Yeah, I love that. The love space. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, anything else that you feel like you 
want to know or any questions about that? <clears throat> Something, just an aside, and I'm just saying this to you mostly, Ellen, but others who are interested. First thing in the morning, when um, when a person wakes up, they're supposed to wash their hands three times. And so often Orthodox Jews will have what's called a negovasser of water in a tub to spill it on and pour it on your hands. I don't do that, but when I first go into the bathroom, I wash my hand, each one, three times. And mm. I like it because it's really making the distinction for me from mm. dream time Sleep to time. wake time. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And then That's cool. there's also prayers to get one back in one's body, you know, um, spiritually, the idea that we leave our bodies when we dream. So um, that's just one thing I want to talk about with you. That's been that's, that's been great. I like that. Me. That's a nice ritual. Yeah. That's yeah. a really nice ritual. Because it really yeah. does, it really does wake you up. I mean, just washing your hands three times, three times, you know, or it doesn't have to be, you know, I think maybe it's right hand first, whatever. It doesn't have to be. You can do it however you want to do it. But um, that's yeah. the way the Orthodox Jews do it. Mm. So cool. Yeah, that's cool. very nice ritual. Yeah, I think somebody once told me, or like it, you know, it's been said to me probably many times in different ways that spirit likes rituals. Yes. Like, likes rituals because then it knows like you're, you mean it. It's kind of like knows that yes. you're reaching out, you know. Yeah, um, we, I think we feel similarly about dreams. If we pay, start to pay attention to our dreams, the dreams come more and more. So yeah, dreams, yeah. dreams like us to remember them. <laughs> Spirit likes rituals. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. It's all. It is all kind of the same. I get. Well, it's not the same, but it's not the same, but it's a similar idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily have a lot of rituals that I do, but um, I think it's cool well, to do that. Yeah, tonight it'll be too late once this airs for. Our, our larger community to do this, but to you, Ellen, tonight is a new moon. It's mm -hmm. the lunar new year. It's, uh, you know, Shabbat, it's the year of the rooster. No, it's not, it's the year of the dragon. Um, yeah. And we're all, and, and there was something about a Hindu goddess that we celebrated yesterday. So we want to, just, and it was at 5.03 uh, Eastern time because that adds up to eight. And there's a whole thing with my friend Cece, everything adds up to eight. Um, <laughs> we make meaning where we need meaning to be. Um, and, mm -hmm. and we're just going to all light a candle and hold in our <clears throat> hearts, you know, that we, we wish for the world like every person contentment. You know, if people are content, mm. they're not gonna mm -hmm. wage a war. You know, yeah. which is not to say that yeah. if you're content living yeah. on the street, then they don't need to find you a home. It's not to say that at all. It's just that- Right, it's not, compl it's not complacency. It's just, you know- Exactly. Being, maybe just being okay with the isness of things. Yeah, it's not complacency, yeah. it's contentment. Yeah. So that's what yeah. we shall be doing later in a short that's, time, I actually. Like right so you're a little bit later than me 
the light yes. out. So yes. Yeah. So nice. thank you, listeners. So thank good you all. to for you to join us. <laughs> and Ellen, as always, a pleasure. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Sweet dreams, everybody. Hold the mode, Metuki.